What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Give Me 20 podcast. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Aaron Sini, and as with me always is the funniest vet on the internet, asterisk, not quite a vet yet, but one step closer, Mel Felker. Mel, how are you? I'm good, yeah. We're getting there. I've got like, I think it's like less than, or yeah, like five weeks today, I have like my last exam. Like, it's a... it's we're getting real close but the big thing is is you passed the important exam like the big big stress is out of the way right yeah that's done so yeah the other ones are just like small and honestly like i'm getting a puppy in three weeks so i don't know how those last couple exams are gonna go but as long as we're passing we're thriving right love it that's awesome uh the puppy is huge news this is something you've been telling me about for Gosh, like a year, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I first decided I was getting a greyhound puppy in May of last year. And I, I met with a breeder um, just to talk to her about the breed and everything. Um, turns out I'm actually getting a puppy from a woman that she's mentoring. Oh, and cool. it's like the lady I met with, it's, it's a dog. Like the mom of my puppy came from that breeder I met with last year. But now she's like with a different owner and having puppies oh, so yeah awesome. they're yeah they're like four weeks old i oh. guess maybe five five weeks old now yeah and i get her in three weeks today so it's very exciting that's awesome do you have a name picked out yeah she's gonna be kinsey oh i love it and she's great i don't know for sure which one of the two there's four girls but i've narrowed it down to two okay the reader said i have one of them um but she's gonna keep one to breed so she wants to wait until they're about six weeks to know like just to make sure everything's good yeah. and sound like she wants to pick she doesn't want to breed one if they're not like genetically perfect so she'll <laughs> wait and see if they're all good and then she'll make her pick that way but she told me that the one that I like the best, based on her personality, there's a high likelihood I'll get to keep her because she's lazy. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. So she's Spirit like, animal. Think, yeah. She's like, I think she'll do better, like, in a house with a sofa. Like, this is just because this woman has three adult greyhounds and it's like a busier household. She thinks she'll do better and. Yeah. A calmer environment where she can just sleep on the couch. Oh man, that's so exciting! Dogs will change your life. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot, and I mean, like, it's already a lot. Like, I don't understand why, like, people think to have baby showers but not puppy showers, because, <laughs> like, the amount of money I have to spend, like, yeah. getting all of these things, like. And and I don't have an income right now, so I don't right like I'm, I'm buying things and I'm like splitting it up, thinking like oh like I'll spend a little bit here, a little bit there, like but I have no money coming in, so I could really just spend it all at once. So it wouldn't make a difference, right? <laughs> Makes you feel better by just piecemealing it out. Yeah, well, just it's it's on the student loans. It'll it'll be fine eventually, but like yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I I wish I could have like a wish list, and then people could send me like dog treats or something. I think you just came up with like a million dollar idea because you got to get the crate, the toys, the food, the dog bed. Like it is quite the little startup venture getting a new puppy. So having a little shower, I think would be awesome, especially if you did it as like get your group of friends together and you're like, all right, everybody wants to meet uh, Kenzie. So y'all come over on this day. You can play with the puppy, but you better bring a gift. Exactly. Yeah, please do. 
genius. Yeah. So I'm, I've gotten most of the basics now, but like I got to get her a bed, but like she's just going to get so big. And but that's the thing. I buy things now. I'm going to have to buy it when she's bigger, too. Oh, well, yeah. I love her already, but I guess that's what like having kids is. Stupid yeah. things are so expensive. Yeah, it gets a little wild. Oh, man, yeah. you're about to be so busy. That's fun. <laughs> and I I'm know. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah. Uh, and I know a thing or two about busy. I've been insane lately, uh, traveling all over the place and working like crazy. Um, I recently went to San Francisco, as you know, uh, which was a treat. Um, let's just stop right here. I did not get to see the spare bedroom. It's okay. Yeah. Um, one tried, day. One day. Yeah, we'll one day we will be there. We will record. Give me 20 in the studio. It'll be awesome. Oh, wow. Okay. Now we're setting up our heist. <laughs> I'm just shooting it out there into the universe, you know, seeing what happens. We do it in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I mean, I'll tell you where the old spare bedroom is. You guys can go there. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, but I did get a connect with Cool Greg, which was by and far my favorite experience of the trip. It was a lot of fun getting to spend a couple hours with him on our last night there. Uh, we just went to, um, golden state park and walked around and chatted. And, um, he is one of my favorite human beings on the planet. And I say that with no biasness of kind of funny, like he is genuinely such a good human being, um, huge, huge fan of cool Greg. Uh, I was telling you before the show, like anytime your eye would be like, have a story or something would come up, you know, cool Greg would like stop everything to like, listen to him and, um, yeah, he's just one of those people that you're like, oh, man, I just like being around you. Like, you're a cool vibe. I like this. Uh, but this is a comedy podcast, and my kid dropped one of the best lines, uh, and it was so funny to me. So in second, when my kid was in second grade, he went through a very small klepto phase, um, but he would steal things all the time from class, whatever he was just, and he would just be like the smallest, dumbest stuff. If it was shiny and he liked it, he was pocketing it. Uh, <laughs> but we got through it. He's not a little thief anymore. Um, they put that behind him. I may or may not have threatened to drop him off at the police station if he did it again. And that fixed it. Uh, I'll use and... that one with my dog. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you chew things up one more time. I'm taking you to the pound. <laughs> um, Anyway, so cool. Greg's like just telling us stories about, you know, growing up in the Bay and growing up in San Francisco and what it was like. And it was really cool because he's just been there his whole life. So he knew a lot about the city and had seen it change so much. Uh, and he's like, you know, when I was younger, like me and my friends would get into trouble and stuff. He's like, except for like stealing. He's like, I never did that. You know, I was never like a th uh, thief. And I was like, yeah, man, I, was, I didn't really do that either. Like that just wasn't something I was too scared to get in trouble and get caught. I was like, unlike this kid. And I pointed at your eye. I was like, he had a little klepto phase. The cool girl is like, oh, what, man? He's like, you were a little thief at one point. And without skipping a beat, Uriah goes, don't worry, cool Greg. You still have everything in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and cool Greg, like, doubled over laughing. He's like, this kid's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, the the uh -huh. No hesitation in that kid. Like, his wit is just phenomenal. Um, I'd like to think that, like, cool greg and uriah like went to hang out the next morning without you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that would have been awesome um except for the fact that our flight we had to get up at three in the morning the next day to book it Oof. out of there yeah it was, it was an early early flight 
um, which was a bummer. I'd also meant I missed uh, probably one of the biggest opportunities I had in San Francisco um, on the kind of funny podcast. The guys talk about uh, the house of prime rib all the time. Like you have to make reservations. Apparently it's best prime rib in San Francisco. It's an awesome restaurant. Mm-hmm. And on the last day, uh, Eric, who had just gotten married like a few days before we got there, he was on a little three day getaway with the new wifey. Um, congrats, Eric. Um, Did you and... get to see him or no? Because he was away. No. So okay. on the last day we were there, he came, he texted me and he's like, hey, we're going to be back in town. He goes, we're going to House of Prime Rib tonight at 10 o'clock. Do you want to go? And I was like absolutely i definitely definitely want to go i was like i don't care that i'm getting up at 3 a.m to head to the airport like that sounds awesome i will eat some steak sleep for two hours and then we'll head out um and then he's like all right meet us here at this time and then i got lost and swept up in the moment of hanging out with cool greg and i lost track of time i texted him i was like hey we're heading back to the hotel now and then i'll grab a uber and head to house prime rib we got back um little man was super bummed out about leaving he got pretty upset so i was kind of consoling him because he had such a fun trip and then i was like all right man i don't know if it's gonna happen this time so unfortunately me and eric did not get to connect we tried our hardest but it was just it was just rough timing Um, yeah the stars didn't align yeah so that is the other thing on my list next time i'm in san francisco i want to see the spare bedroom and i really really want to go to house of prime rib and actually try it and i want to take eric to dinner eric if you're listening it's on me man um (laughs) But yeah, San Francisco was awesome. We did the Alcatraz thing. We did we did all the cool, tours yeah, and stuff, you know. Did you yeah. see where Tim proposed and then and then you could have proposed? Yeah, yeah, I was not ready to propose. I did not pack a <laughs> ring at all. Um, but I did see where he proposed. So nice. Um, it was cool. We got a little private tour on accident, like one of the Coast Guards that like walks around the island, because I guess the Coast Guard still owns the lighthouse on the island. He just yeah. asked us if we had a question and Uriah had like a little scavenger hunt thing. And cool. we were like, we can't find this one cell. He's like, okay, let me show you where it's at. And we go over there. He goes, you guys got time for a story? And we're like, yeah, sure. This <laughs> dude went into a 30-minute story about the Battle of 1946, which was basically this story about these three prisoners who, like, planned out this really elaborate escape plan and ended up, like, capturing, like, nine guards. And they basically had Alcatraz on lockdown because they took over <laughs> the armory. And they had to send the Marines in to, like, get down these three prisoners who took months of planning to basically try to lock down Alcatraz and then escape. Damn. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, And then I got back, and I thought life was going to finally slow down. I did the Arizona trip. I did the San Francisco trip. And then I was like, all right, I'm ready to just relax. And then my friend Jamal Page, uh, he hits me up. We're just hanging out on a Saturday. It's our first weekend when we're not traveling. Me and Riz are exhausted. I get this text at 1 o'clock. He's like... Hey, can you guys come? He's like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, oh, no plan so far. Thinking he just wanted to hang out. And he was like, mm-hmm. you guys, can can you guys come be an extra in a music video? I was like, oh, sure. Uh, Jamal owns a um, production company out here called Black Sparrow Media. Follow him on Instagram. Um, and I was like, sure. What What's the vibe? What do I need to do? He's like, he sent me like what the... Um, outfit options kind of looked like. So I pulled out a bunch of clothes from my uh, closet and I was sending him options and he put together my outfit for me. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll be there at five. Uh, he didn't give me any other information. Just here's the address. Here's what to wear. Show up. We'll film <laughs> for probably three, you know, two or three hours. And then we'll get you guys out of there. I was like, all right, sounds great. This was, uh, yeah, 
I show up and it was a Colombian music video that was supposed to have like a Miami bar vibe to it, which Mel, you've seen me. Uh, I've, I'm I've as, seen you. Yeah, I'm as white as the snow falls. Um, I'm I'm whiter, but, but <laughs> I'll fair, fight that's you that's on fair. that when we meet. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We'll, we'll take uh, <laughs> RGB like numbers and compare them. Um, but yeah, so it was not at all as I was expecting. Uh, the singer was very, very sweet. It was her first solo album. She was in a Colombian group down there, and now she's doing her first solo thing. Uh, but we had to learn choreography, and there was only like maybe 12 of us in the whole video. So when I was thinking extra, I was like, oh, they must have like a decent-sized crowd. I'm going to be lost. Nobody's ever going to see me. Oh, no, my dance moves or lack thereof uh, on full display in this video that will be coming oh, out. Did you ruin it? Oh, no, no, not at all. Uh, okay. The the artist was like, hey, everybody, like, don't worry about it. Like, this whole video is just about being yourself and being who you are. And, like, that's what the song is supposed to represent. And she's like, so if you, like, mess up a dance move or anything like that, like, it'll be fun. It's supposed to be, like, a little funny, you know, like, don't even stress. And so mm-hmm. uh, me and Riss had a great time being these, like, club dancers at one yeah. point, I had to like walk up and she hands me a, a shot and I had to take it and then walk back <laughs> to like the crowd and keep dancing. Um, <laughs> and like, I don't know, this thing releases in two months in like Colombia, a bunch of South American countries and like Mexico. That's and she's like, cool. yeah, she's like, anytime you guys go down um, to Miami or to Mexico, she's like, everyone's going to recognize you now. <laughs> uh, so, everyone's going to be giving you shots. Yeah, right. Um, luckily the shot during the music video was water because if they Mm. would have kept feeding me shots in the music video, like (laughs) the dancing doesn't get better. It just makes me think it is. Yeah. Well, you just revealed like a secret behind the scenes secrets coming out right here on give me 20. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. So look for me in an upcoming Colombian music video by chica d that's so cool i saw you tweet about it and i was like hmm, interesting <laughs> i know that's exactly i was like you know what i am gonna send this out because huh yeah um i don't know it was one of those very just like life is wild moments go with the ride ride the wave it's yeah you know, yeah why not yeah seek adventure have a lot of fun so cool yeah well yeah i've got uh i've got one of those I don't know if it's quite the same, but coming up, I've got another thing that I'm just going to jump on and do it because why not? Yeah. Um, I like last year I did stand up at that like talent show thing that my school had. I yeah. I passed on it this year. I didn't prepare anything. So that was back in the fall. But what is coming up is in fourth year of vet school at our school, like vet school is not like high school. And like we also have like a prom and things like it's it's the end of an era so everything's wrapping up but the fourth years do something called the fourth year play okay and it it hasn't been done like the at the beginning of covid the class that was first interrupted by covid did a, a virtual one okay. but it hasn't been done like live in person since 2019 so oh, we're snap. really the only class at the school currently that knows even what it is and we're also like bringing it, the tradition back Oh, that's awesome. We're really excited. Basically, what it is, is just like the we're going to do usually it's all live, but we're going to do a combination of live skits and virtuals that then do virtual skits as well. And it's just to like 
it's a comedy show like we make fun of ourselves the other classes we make fun of professors like kind of anything goes and yeah it's the type of event that you know it sometimes it's a little controversial not in like sure. a bad way but like you know when if you're making jokes at the professor's expense there's always a chance that <laughs> it's kind of like uh the oscars right like they're they're yeah. a bunch of different celebrities and just maybe not all of them land exactly how they should yeah yeah but uh i mean i'm not putting anything out into the world that i'm not comfortable with kind of thing like that's kind of where it's at like if people are writing the scripts and they're fine with doing what they're doing i said okay good. like it's funny but i i don't know if i would say that but i'm all for you saying it. <laughs> nice. um but what i'm doing for that is i'm gonna be one of the main mcs so like um... i'll have other people yeah come up in between because like my video that i'm in charge of doing i'm doing a virtual one um that's okay. like uh it's pretty harmless but i'm doing it with the interns like i'm because the interns at the school like they work at the hospital like public facing interns and yeah. they're uh i'm doing like an aspca commercial with them and some of them have been really supportive and like have gotten into cages and we're like filming the video of them like saying that the interns are neglected which like obviously they aren't cruelly treated but you know interns always get paid less than they should and work sure. long hours so that's the video i'm doing but yeah we're doing a I'm going to MC in between and then it'll basically just be stand up like whatever jokes haven't been put into skits like areas that we think we should poke fun at. I'm going to have to write like little broken up sets of ways to poke fun at everyone. And yeah, look at you. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's actually like kind of more scary than just doing one set because it's like constant throughout the whole show, which could be like one to two hours. So, wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. Well, I can't wait to hear about that on probably not the next episode, but I can't wait to hear it on a future episode. Maybe the next episode. It's in two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. doable then. I don't I haven't think we're even... recording next week. <laughs> no, I haven't even written the the thing yet, but I'll probably write that like week of once I've seen all the videos and have a better idea of what's actually in the show so that I don't make jokes that have already been said, but. Nice. Probably be like a last minute thing for me. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I can't wait. I hope somebody records at least some of it so I can see it. And then uh, I don't know if we will. It's top uh, secret. Top secret. Hey, I told you about my but, Colombian music video. Come on, man. I know. Yeah, well, we're very because of the nature of the show. We're not recording it at all. But oh, I mean, I'm going to have my bits and who knows, maybe I'll send things your way to go over it like old times. Oh, man, it's been a minute. I love it. Mm hmm. See, well, if you want some inspiration, uh, the last thing I have is um, some required watching for you. Um, I have been watching an HBO show called Crashing. Uh, okay. It's made by Pete Holmes, who is one of my favorite comedians. I think he's absolutely hysterical. And basically the premise is he he plays himself, Pete. But in the very first episode, he finds out his wife is cheating on him and they get divorced. Um, and he has kind of just been like dabbling in stand up. Um, okay. for a couple years. Uh, and this kind of pushes him to go out and like move into New York city. Cause they live like just outside and like mm -hmm. truly pursue comedy. And the cool. reason they call it crashing is not just because his life is like kind of crashing around him, but he's constantly crashing on different comedians couches and they okay. have, it's like a proverbial who's who of famous comics. Um, but then they also like work in different comics sets into the episodes, you know, cause they're constantly in comedy clubs, um, but it is 
so good and so heartfelt and it's so hysterical. Um, and there's a lot of really, really good awkward humor because he is like this really kind of uptight, um, typical borderline Midwestern Christian guy. And he kind of goes through this like whole life crisis of like, what is actually true? And like, what do I believe? And it's all kind of coming out through comedy and his interactions with these different comics. And it's, it's so fantastic. It lasted three seasons. Um, I just started season three last night, but I was going to text you and tell you to watch it. And then I realized that I had been binging so long that it would have been like 2 a.m. your time. And I was like, oh, I need to go to bed. So, yeah, that's cool. I just finished all of Criminal Minds last night, so I do need something else to watch. This will be a uh, very different, but maybe a good palate (laughs) cleanser for you. Very cool. What what did you say was on HBO? HBO. Cool. Yep. I searched crashing and there's very a lot of different shows called crashing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the HBO one with Pete Holmes is his name. So I see. Very cool. Well, thanks for your recommendation. Absolutely. And I can't believe we packed all that in into just 20 minutes. Wild. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of episode 22 of the Give Me 20 podcast. Uh, Check us out on Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And until next time, keep it funny.